Support for this podcast comes from Wreckfest 2. Wreckfest 2 is the in-house recruitment festival of the summer with an incredible lineup of speakers and the biggest conversation of like-minded recruiters in the world. Wreckfest 2 is taking place on July the 9th aboard the HMS President in London. Get 50% off your ticket to the conversation right now by going to wreckfest2.com and using the discount code PODCAST. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi, and welcome to episode nine of the Recruiting Future podcast. I've been working with social recruiting for about seven years now, and I always find it very valuable to share thoughts with others in the space. One person whose views I particularly respect is Andy Headworth. Andy's about to publish a book on social recruiting, and in this interview, we talk about the background to the book and the findings Andy has made researching it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Recruiting Future podcast interview. My guest today is Andy Headworth. Um, Andy is uh, a consultant in the social recruiting space, although I'm sure he can introduce himself um, a lot better than I can introduce him. Um, and he is recently publishing a book on social recruiting. Um, hi, Andy. How are you? I'm Matt. Fine, thanks. Yeah, good. That's um, good. Do you want to sort of introduce yourself a bit better than I did and tell us, um, basically give us the, the background behind the book? Yeah, yeah very simply, um, my background is recruitment, and that's, that's the fundamental um, part of it been doing it for a long time now and for the last seven or eight years I've been consulting with both companies both sides of the fence both recruiters and corporates on helping them understand social putting it into a recruitment strategy um, looking at the recruitment process uh, and everything wrapped around that and uh, I'm trying to think now when it was February last year I was approached by uh, the publishers Cogan Page who were looking at obviously new titles, and one of the editors that were coming, that approached me, had just come out of the CIPD and knew that the space, the whole space around social media and recruiting was still, there was a big gap. No one was, everyone was asking the questions within the HR community, and yet no one had any um, tangible books. Of course, HR loved books, so they wanted to create a book. Of course. That's when when they approached me and said, we want to do this. Um, Is it something you'd be interested in? So, having written one three years ago and sworn blind to you personally that I'd never do one ever again, <laughs> um, which I did, um, I said, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do one. And, um, and that was March last year, and it was finished and handed over in um, October. Cool. Year, so so it, it, quite a long period of research. I know you were talking to lots of people and sort of looking all over the world for, 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 for case studies. Was it, was it easy to pull together or um, did, it, did it sort of take a significant amount of time? I think it comes down to it, it did it did and it didn't. I think the experience of the likes of what we and I, you know, you and I do when we travel the world speaking to different companies and networking with different people from different parts of the world, it does give us access to things, companies and people that, you know, that, that we get access to and gives us examples of case studies, etc. So that was, you know, that comes with the territory and what we do as a job. In terms of putting it together. I think with all these things, it was um, some careful planning. I learned a lot this time than the one I wrote last time three years ago to get the planning in early, to make sure that you get the interviews in early and uh, you'd think the same way with, you know, with some of the things you've done. And it was very much a question of get that done for the first 
two or three months making sure that you you know you have all the case studies agreed and signed off and permissions more importantly and then you can start constructing the book and putting it together cool um and so i mean having spent a long time in this space and having having done all this research i think one of the um one of the questions that i get asked quite a lot or one of the the, the kind of the things that i have to deal with is is people's kind of misinterpretation of what social recruiting is what would your be what would your definition be and has it changed since you sort of did the research around this book uh, that's a good question, Matt. <laughs> that's my, that's so get, my job to ask them. <laughs> so I get asked the same one every time as well. Um, I, I would say, has it changed? Yes, it has. I, I try and give it two two parts. The, the obvious one is it's in, it's utilising different social media networks as parts or integrated into your into your recruiting strategy. But I think that was what it was probably three or four or five years ago, and that's still for many people the, the basic definition. However, I think the important part, which is people when they miss, is the fact that, yes, you can have social media, but doing social recruiting properly is about being social. It's about the communication. It's about the engagement. What social network and what platform you're doing that on, it doesn't matter whether it's LinkedIn, Twitter, or whatever, but the fact that you have to have people there who understand the audience, who understand how to engage with people, and recognize that um, that engagement and taking it forward to the next stage, which I think people, it's a very subtle difference. And I don't think that still a lot of people still not getting that, especially in, in some of the mainstream or less mainstream areas. Yeah, um, I, I, I would agree with that as well. And I think that the uh, the networks and what you can do on them and their their commercial focus is, is changing all the time. And, um, you know, I get the sense that people aren't necessarily sort of keeping keeping up to date with all of that. So, uh, you know, of the, the people that you sort of spoke to, you know, who's doing it well? What were the what were the best case studies that you that you came across in the book? If you can give us a, yeah. a sneak preview, of course. Of course I will. Yeah. I mean, I, first thing I'd like say, I, I, I made a point of when writing for it, the brief was originally sort of looking at um, not just the UK focus, but keeping it, you know, in our locale, so to speak, in, in the European region. But I was very keen to try and look at every continent, if possible, to try and get examples from every single one. I did fail with China and Russia, but um, I got most of them. So we looked at, the, the, I'll just take you on a quick round world world trip from where i started at okay. so the, the obvious one the, the, the big global one you and i both know about is ups so when we yep. talk about social media and mobile it's by far and above you know they are they're streets ahead of everybody else and doing some fantastic stuff and, and that was a, a fascinating time so ups if anyone's looking for a mobile strategy or a social recruiting case study is, is still out there and i don't think it's been better yet matt and, and if you know, you're a better person to say than me um yeah but then we sort of looked at so in Canada there was um, a company called Earls. So Earl, that's E A R L S. They're a, a family-owned restaurant chain across the whole of Canada. Um, been going for I think thirty, forty years. And what I liked about them is that they don't have a recruitment team. They have one head of head of recruitment, and I think she has an assistant. They have all these restaurants across Canada. And they focus on employer brand. So they focus on using social, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, video, and and look at the employer brand of the business across the whole of Canada. And they direct people back to the local restaurants for their interviews and for their applications because they look to find... Hey, that's interesting. 
yeah. their local communities. So they use social to attract, to engage, and they push them back to where they live in their locale, which is really, and it works. It's been working fantastically well. And some of the stuff they've done is just brilliant. Um, it's interesting because they're now expanding into North America. And I'd be really keen to see if that still works in North America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's the, that, that's, that, that's, that's a really interesting one. Um, so in terms of, so that was Canada down in, in Australia, we've got Campbell's Arnott's who are the people behind those, is it Tim Tam cookies, the chocolate where you put it in a, in your coffee and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yes, yes. yes. You, you can't, so, you can't get them in Europe at all. No, you um, can't. <laughs> yes, but I know lots of Australians who who go mad for them. So, um, really interesting uh, story with them. So they started two years ago from a standing start, um, classic sort of situation where the, the marketing owned the brand, very, very powerful. I think they had ninety eight percent brand recognition in Australia, New Zealand. It was something horrendously high. Um, near 100%, and they didn't want any of the social media activities to reflect on the potential damaging of the big brand. So that was a challenge. So you had two recruiters, effectively, who started from day one, started from scratch, and who literally started with LinkedIn, looked at their talent brand, built the talent brand, increased that, then they went to, you know, then they went to Facebook, then they went to Twitter and did it one at a time. And now, sort of like two years later they've got Pinterest, they've got Instagram, they've done some really nice stuff around building cool. the brand and all around recruiting, but without without impacting the main brand. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, which is a good one. So again, both the trend here is around brand and social, which yep. we're seeing that trend. Yeah. Um Neil Morrison at Random House, Penguin Random House I should say, has done some really nice work around um video interviewing and using the video interviewing platform for their recruitment of their graduates um, or raw, you know, fresh graduates with no experience and how they've, they're using the video platform to differentiate the different capabilities and communication skills of graduates. So again, that's really good. Okay. Fantastic. Um, and someone that you, we both well know, um, Mark Rice and his team and some people have done some really clever work with Boots and Le Manoir, which was probably my favorite where they use the combination of Twitter, a little bit of Facebook and television programs to recruit a chef, a head, of, a head chef for their yeah. operation in Oxfordshire, which, again, I don't think too many people have seen, you know, real examples of that. And cool. I think and the, my favorite, probably one of my favorite is the one that you know well, as I, I know you do, which is the Maersk one. Yes. The, yes, the indeed. They took. I think you've had had him on your program. Yeah, he's actually episode one of the podcast. He was the he was the beta episode. So uh, if you want to uh, hear Frederick talking about it, um, have a look have a look at episode one um, of this particular podcast. But, um, yeah, so it's a very good, very very good story. So we've we've covered and we've got some stories from South Africa, um, great example in India in South America. So we've really tried to cover and England, of course, and the UK. Of course, um, a quick 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 question, sort of uh, following on from that. I think one of the biggest challenges that that i found talking to people about social is um is mobile um the, people are kind of diving into to social media activity but they're not necessarily thinking about uh the fact that these platforms are mobile and if they want to convert this response they they you know they, they need to take people on a mobile journey um do do the examples that you obviously the UPS one does, but do the other examples incorporate mobile? Did you find that people who were getting success from this um, had an understanding of how mobile uh, worked in this kind of process? I would say they all use mobile, but in different ways. 
Okay. I'll say that, that all of them have, have used it and it's all part of it. So Neil, for example, at, at Penguin Random House, you know, they use the tablet for reviewing the interviews while on a train, that type of thing, which enables you to do that. And all the others have used it for various inputting methods. Um, I, I think from my point of view, it's really interesting because if you look at all the stats, and I think there was a conference I think you were at last week or someone was telling me about that they stood up and said in front of the audience, you know, they, they gave some sort of very high stats around everybody knows people are using mobile. Candidates are on mobiles. The mobile traffic is high. Yeah. You know, LinkedIn's traffic is over 50% mobile. And all the audience nod and go, yes, we know that. So you then say, okay, so who's doing, um, you know, whose site is responsive or reactive? And suddenly no hands go up. Uh, I think it's always funny because I, I I stand up and do quite a load of those talks and you talk about mobile and all that sort of stuff um, and everyone on the audi- in the audience is on their smartphone yeah. <laughs> at that point in time answering their email communicating doing doing all that kind of stuff um, and you know I think it bemuses me slightly that it's not a focus for people but it is um, you know it, it is something that's not easy to do but it's 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 good to hear that well it's 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 um, obvious that um, people who are having success um, using mobile in some kind of way um so from everything that, that you do everything that you've learned what would be your uh you know your three top tips for an employer to improve their social recruiting activity what what should they be focusing on okay well we've got got a couple more than three but the first thing is don't do it all in one go you know there's, okay. the, there's a tendency and we've seen bad examples of this where companies think we have to be social let's go and do it so they open up an account with everything and don't do anything and they do it badly. So that's the first thing. That's the biggest no. The first thing is I would say actually define what you want to do. Why are you doing social recruiting? Why do you want to use social media for your recruitment? You know, set some objectives. Yeah. And without setting these objectives, there's no way you're going to measure it at the end of the day. So you're going to have to start somewhere. Yep. You, don't, set- you, don't need, uh, you don't need to be on Meerkat and Periscope uh, just yet, perhaps. <laughs> well, maybe that's the second week. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you miss Snapchat as well, don't forget. Oh, yeah, of course, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but no, the first thing is objective. The second thing is once you set your objectives, take the time to define what your audience is and where that audience actually resides in the social world. So, you know, and this is a big issue where everyone's assuming everyone's on LinkedIn. The world moves on past LinkedIn. There's lots of other places where great candidates are. And, and there's a lot of, I find a lot of companies are misaligning their audience with the social networks, so they're completely wasting their time. And third, another okay. one really is to, to empower their employees. I think a lot of companies don't take the time to communicate and engage their employees as well as they could because they're the best potential advocates for their social sharing to start with, to get presence and to get traction. Um, okay. Con- content, make sure it's interesting, it's relevant, it's timely, and it's shareable. If it's not and you're going to read it and you're going to think it's boring, you know, don't get involved and do it. And the final thing is it's, it's measure and monitor it. You know, it comes back to you set your objectives, you measure against it, and then you totally. tweak and change and, you know, amend accordingly as, as the results show. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, it kind of goes back to your first point that um, you, you can't measure anything if you don't know why you're doing it. And I think, um, uh, you know, experimentation is always good in this area. But, I, I, you know, we're at the stage now where this stuff is 10 years old. People need to understand why they're doing it, what they're going to get out of it. Um, yeah. 
so uh, final question um I, I kind of sort of mentioned periscope and meerkat and uh, all, all the kind of stuff that's going on and we've seen snap, oh, sna- objects, snapchat and whatsapp um you know a huge uh huge kind of take up of those um of those channels what's what's next for social recruiting what what does the future hold do you think um, I, I wish I could answer that because I'd be going to make an app. But no, joking aside, um, I, you know, I don't, I think it's, we're still, what, I, what I've learned when I was writing the book, and I know this from talking to clients, is for all the, the shiny objects, for all the great stuff, like the tools you've just mentioned, and all the ones coming along every day, there's something new. Do you know what? There's still the basics that people are doing wrong. I think yeah. the future, the future for the next 12 months is, do you know what? Do what you can do better park all the shiny objects and let's get you know get some real you know some real proper social engagement and recruiting done on the proper platform not proper platforms on platforms that work and are proven and are measurable yeah then start to look at doing other things so i don't think i'm not a massive you know go and find the latest toy to go and play with in social yes they can work they can be brilliant and we know mobile you know we know video is you know is, is such an important part of that with images but you know, just integrate it into what you're doing well already. So I, I just think sometimes that the future for me is take one step back, do that better, then look one step forward. Yeah, um, very, very sensible thoughts there. Thank you very much for talking to me, Andy. No problem. Pleasure. Thanks there to Andy Hedworth. I've put a link to Andy's book in the show notes, as well as a link to a blog that I wrote recently with some of my thoughts on social recruiting. As ever, you can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, Stitcher or any good podcasting app. Alternatively, you can listen to past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week and I hope you'll join me. This is my show.